Welcome to Steamboat Mickey Podcast, Episode 20, Trip Recap and Unpack, Part 2. Yeah. Welcome to Steamboat Mickey Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Al. I'm Lisa. I'm Alan. And I'm Cameron. And today we're going to recap and unpack from our latest trip to magical Walt Disney World. We have a packed show. We're going to focus mostly on food and wine, but we've got some other special stuff inside. Stuff. So, stuff. Yeah, so stay tuned. Get, get ready. We're going to get... We got a packed, unpacked show. Let's go. All right, we're back for part two of our unpacked and recap show. I would say first was recap, now it's unpack. Okay, the first show was our recap show, and now we're unpacking. Um, (laughs) But in the first episode uh, of this two-part series, um, we talked about our favorite resort, Boardwalk, our favorite park, Epcot or Hollywood Studios, our favorite new attraction, In Order, Flights of Passage, Slinky Dog, Navi River, Ass. Uh, we talked about our favorite tableside restaurants, which are Vianapoli, Rosen Crown, Homecoming, Splitsville, Splitsville, and Tepanito. Tepanito. Um, our favorite quick service, Chicken Guy, Deluxe Burger, BR Guest, Square, Square Slices. Wolfgang Pucks. Wolfgang Pucks. Um, so today we're going to focus on food and wine, our favorite food, our favorite drinks, some of the regrets of the things we haven't tried there. We're going to talk about our top rides overall at all the rides because now I think it's changed a little bit for some of us. We're going to talk about our biggest surprises and our biggest disappointments. And we're going to wrap it all up in a bow and we're going to deliver to you starting now. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> all right, what's first? So the first thing we're going to talk about is Epcot International Food and Wine Festival 2018, our favorite foods. So we're going to try to limit this to about five favorite foods each. There's going to be a crossover, so we've got some more lined up if we don't have enough to talk about. Um, Is there anybody in the crowd who would like to go first? Me. Oh. Go ahead, Cameron. I was just doing growl. Oh, okay. (laughs) So I ranked these. Okay, so, so what's your number one food item from the Food and Wine Festival? My number one is a Xiong pancake from Japan. That's actually my China. number one as well. Yeah. It's from China. Okay. Is that your number one, Alan? Yeah. The wow. I didn't order pancake. them, but that would definitely be a number one. Okay. okay. Um, so you want to describe it real quick? So it's basically like a pancake, but it's not like your breakfast pancakes. More like... A, tastes more like a dumpling. Yeah, it tastes more like a dumpling. And... They put beef in there and like other herbs and stuff, and then they roll it up like a taco or tortilla. And yeah, so it's we, really simple. But it's like a sticky bun. We ate, no. No? Not at all. It's like a dumpling. No, it's oh, a Oh, I pancake. think, okay, I'm sorry, I'm thinking um, of something else. But then they put like a Szechuan sauce on it, and it was delicious. So we kind of ate it like a, we ate it like a pancake. Like a taco? Or I mean, we ate it like yeah. a taco. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was, it was honestly the best thing um, I had while I was there. And I got a second one. Yeah, you got a second one. Um, also in China, we got the dumplings, which were really good. Yeah. And then we got the mango bubble, bubble tea. tea. Yeah. Oh, I'm that thinking of the bao bun. No. That was like a sticky bun. You're thinking the of the chicken teriyaki. Yeah. It was in a bao bun, though, The right? bao bun is in China, and that had something else. Well, teriyaki chicken. Yeah. No, that's in Japan. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what was it in, then? I'm confused. It's in a sticky bun. Oh, okay. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> Problem solved. All right, so Cameron, number two on your list. Um, I just said, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Number two, I gotta find it. The Greek nach- nachos. <gasps> That's the loaded, on my list. loaded Greek nachos, nachos, which was a vegan option. Yes. Vegan option, yes. Did I have that? Yes. We all tried it. Yeah. It was it was on my honorable mention. So it was like um, was cut a- up tortilla chips that are deep yeah. fried, so they kind of look act like tortilla chips uh-huh. and then they had a They're vegan crumbled, sausage yeah it was like a crumbled sausage a feta. vegan feta yep and then and a, a tzatziki yeah. a tzatziki sauce a and they tzatziki. are actually awesome yeah. and yeah. we're not all vegan so lisa's mostly kind yeah. of vegan yeah tries to stick to vegan as much she as possible eats poultry. but none of us <laughs> have a uh, militaristic uh, diet <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's what you want to call uh, it. But you mostly try to eat vegan as much yeah. as possible. But I love those things. And I, yeah. I would have, I could have eaten them and eaten them and eaten them, um, especially with a beer or a margarita or something. So they, they were really good. And I've looked for the vegan feta cheese, and I can't find it. You know, that was one of the best vegan cheeses uh, I've ever so had. It was so creamy for a vegan yeah. cheese. It was crazy how yeah. much it tasted like regular cheese. That's a really good call, buddy. What do you got for number three? Number three. Three was the Steakhouse Blended Burger at Earth Eats. <laughs> okay, and so this was a, a beef burger. Um, it had a blue cheese potato chip. Potato chip, and then it had a mushroom sauce and some cheese and some cheese. Melted cheese. And it was really really it good. It was awesome. Um, one of the other things that came on my honorable mention list was the Impossible Burger. Oh yeah, yeah, um, that was really good. Yeah. So that was I think you mentioned it, but that was at Earth Eats, mm-hmm. the Earth Eats booth. Earth Eats Booth. Earth Eats Booth. Say that three times really fast. No. Earth Eats Booth. <laughs> okay, what was your number four. four? This one was at Canada and it was a cheddar cheese soup with a pretzel roll. I forgot you had that. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. That was yeah. one of the first things you had, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah and that's always good. Always. Um, I think we, every time we've gone to the food and wine, at least one of us have gotten it, if not uh, a couple times. It was hot. The pretzel roll was soft. The pretzel roll had a lot of flavor. Yeah, yeah. you. I mean... Bacon. Yeah, there's bacon in the cheese soup. It's really good. It's a really good good one. Good job. N- number five. Well, number five I had the square slice because I thought that was a food and wine only. Oh, you did have the square slice. Yeah. The house the house one? Yeah, the house one. So that did show up in my quick service, uh, top quick service restaurants at number one. That's not what it's called though, right? Is it called the square slice? No. <laughs> it's got a name. <laughs> okay. But since it's not part of food and wine, I'm just going to go solely food it's and wine. It's called Pizza Rizzo. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That's the now closed pizza place. Oh, we got closed? Seasonally. Oh. Alright. Well, okay. that's basically well, the closed. The season should be winter, spring, summer, and fall. Yeah. That place stinks. It's closed all seasons. Yeah. It's the all seasons restaurant. It's never open. Okay, so going fully food and wine, taking out the square slice. I'm going to say the piggy wings. That's the piggy five. wings? I'm surprised uh, you didn't yeah. say that. But <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and what did you like about those? So okay. what's a piggy wing? Piggy wing is just a pork It's a pork with a bone in it. So it kind of looks like it's a chicken wing? It's like, like a, a pig. Like, it it's, looks, a, it's a pig. So they can't fly. So it kind of looks like a drumstick. Yes. Like a mini drumstick. Like a drummy. Yeah. yeah. With, but with pork. And then there was Korean yeah. barbecue sauce and ses- sesame seeds on it. And that was one you went and got on your own. Yeah. And before I could even try it, it was gone. 
<laughs> no one got the swine. I asked you and you said no. We did not get the swine brine. Okay. <laughs> which looked disgusting. Which, which had was, a piggy wing on top. Which was an alcohol with pig fat. Yeah. And then whiskey the or piggy, something. Yeah, it was a bourbon. Yeah. With the pig fat in the yeah. drink. And then they drop a piggy wing in there. Um, we saw a couple eating it and drinking it. And the... The girls seem to love it. <laughs> I was surprised, but there you go. Okay, so piggy wings, reason why I like it a lot. So it's, when you bite into it, it seems kind of hard, but then it melts into your mouth and then it seems oh. like it's falling off the bone. Is it kind of like pork belly? It's kind of like pork belly. Okay. Okay. So like crispy on the outside, juicy yeah. and tender on the and inside. And then Korean barbecue. Yeah. Pork good, belly. Okay. Good one. Just really good one. Yeah. <laughs> and so that could have been uh, at Korea, actually, maybe. But maybe it was, they don't... where was well, it? Well, Flavors from Fire. Okay. It, it, it was spicy. That booth smelled so good because you'd have, you know, you could smell everything grilling. Yeah. Yeah, so, so that was like, um, that's one of those booths that's in that weird area. Was well, behind... it technically Future World that it's in? No, because it's behind like It's in the culinary the... corridor. It's in the crossing <laughs> point. Not to be exact, but because <laughs> there's the one, the drink place that we went to. It's like all the outcasts. Um, the, the Light Lab. Light Lab. It's yeah, right it's outside the Light Lab, yeah. so it's kind of in between the World Showcase and Future World. Yeah. It's in that little. Uh, it's like a tiny wall zone. It's like a sign yeah. advertising it. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, good list there, Cameron. Uh, Alan, why don't you go next? What? Why don't you give okay. us your five best? I numbered it foods. now. Okay. In my mind. <laughs> Uh, number one is Xeon Pancake. Awesome. I already talked about that. Number two is the cheese bread from Brazil. Brazil. Which is a little different this time. I did not yeah. try that. Well, no, I tried one bite. Because didn't good. we get it twice? We got I think it twice. we did, yeah. Yep. And tried yep. a bite of it the first time. Okay. Yep. I, or I think I ordered it both times. Yeah. But when you we got it last time at Food & Wine... Yeah, so the last time we were at Disney World for Food & Wine, kind of the cheese was just kind of baked into the bread. It was all bread. throughout, and it was like a ball. Yeah. And it was more like a potato roll. It was kind of softer. Yeah. Um, this time it was more like the Mozzarella outside was a little bit stick. harder. And then there was like a, a just like a ball puck of cheese, of cheese yeah. in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I in my opinion, I liked it better. Okay. Did you? I okay. think it tasted better. Okay. So. Okay, so that was in Brazil. Okay, yep. what's your number and three? And then the chicken bun from Japan. The teriyaki chicken yeah, that chicken was good. bun. That just tastes like Slumpy Joe. It, it did. It, it did. was really good. It was a sticky bun. I want to say. Bun was good. Yeah, it was really good. You could hold it without fearing getting your hands really messy. Right. I, and the first time well. I bit into it, I mentioned I thought it tasted like a sloppy joke because it really it did. Kind of did. But, but it was chicken, chicken. and teriyaki. Yeah. Right. Um, I love that thing. Yeah. So I remember I know we had multiple. Uh, I remember walking by the Japan Pavilion and seeing them in like the kitchen all hung up yeah. on the rack, and I was like, oh, I want one of these. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's really good. Number four is a croissant donut with marshmallows and chocolate from Taste Track. Oh, okay. yeah, so you guys went there a couple times. Taste Track yeah. had three different kinds of croissant donuts. Um, they also had a gelato. I actually and tried a the gelato. And a milkshake. milkshake. Well, but that might come up later. That's okay. not food, that's, that's a drink. That's true, that's true. But um, it's that Taste Track. So gelato was also there, which yeah. I had, which was really, really, really good. Um, but tell us more about the croissant donut. Well, How is it compared to the Be Our Guest one? It's not as sloppy. I okay. would say, you know, because like at Be Our Guest, it's like a chocolate sauce drizzled on top. 
This one's like a donut, okay. actually. So where you, could you pick it up with your hands yes. and eat it? Okay. That's how I ate it. Okay. I picked it up and ate it. There were marshmallows around the side. Were there layers like a croissant has or not? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I think they're graham cracker bits. Oh, okay. On top? Yeah. yeah maybe. I think it was like supposed to be like a s'mores one. Yeah. What did you get, Cameron, from there? I think mine was like... had like raspberries. Yeah, it had raspberries on it. Oh, okay. And then so it had like some type, type of nut in there. One morning, uh, Lisa and I went to a special event at Epcot. And so we sent the boys over to Taste Track to get breakfast, and they got uh, a couple croissant donuts. So yeah. didn't want to test track three times. A way, <laughs> great way to start uh, your morning. Yeah. Okay, so what's number five for you, buddy? The Bagusta from Greece. What is that? <laughs> the oh, dessert. That dessert. Oh, baklava. Oh, yeah. Bagusta. <laughs> no, okay. it's not baklava. No? I don't think Is so. Is it really called Bagustas? It's B-O-U-G-U-S-T-A. <laughs> oh, then you're probably right. <laughs> so what is it? <laughs> so it's Baugatza, which is a, a phyllo dough strudel with sweet vanilla custard, lemon honey syrup, and cinnamon. Oh, okay. So remember it was the one we thought had too much cinnamon maybe, but we dusted oh, the cinnamon that's off. that's right. Um, I like the cinnamon. It's, it's almost like a baklava in that it's that, that layered dough. Yeah, okay. Strudel, um, but with the sweet vanilla custard and the honey syrup. I think that was the worst dessert we had in a trip in general. Really? You didn't really? like it, hey? I did not like it. Like did the cinnamon turn you off or just... No, um... What was it? The... The bake, the, like the part that was like bread, it was really flaky. It was really light. I did, I just don't like you that. Felt like nothing. Mm -hmm. And then there's a lot of cinnamon on it. I couldn't really taste chocolate, but like eating cinnamon. Yeah. <laughs> I took a bite with it without the cinnamon. I didn't think it was that good. So you like wasn't the that cinnamon great? Part. Yeah, cinnamon okay. part made it better. Like the parts that you flaked off, I eventually picked it up when I was eating it. Okay. So I, the cinnamon, I think, was a good addition to yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I really like that. So that was your top five there. Yeah. So a couple of things we'll talk about with uh, food and wine is one, if you're on the meal plan, you get two snacks a day. Mm -hmm. Most every, basically every item we're going to talk about is a snack. Um, you can also use a quick service meal. To get three snacks, right? Um, no drink, as we found yeah, out. I had to argue with a few debatable. people. Um, but so you get, you can get three items, three quick service or three snacks with a quick service. Um, and then another thing that we did is, uh, for the food and wine festival, you could get a hundred and fifty dollar Disney gift card. Was it two fifty? Two hundred and fifty dollar gift card, and they gave you a lanyard with a really cool uh, Mickey pin. pin. Yeah. That was attached to the lanyard so we did that a couple times um, that's always a good way if you're on a budget you're gonna want to go get the um, Disney gift card so you can use it outside of food and wine right but if you're going to food and wine on a budget even if it's a weird number say you have $68 that you can spend on food and wine that day go get a gift card for $68 and it's so easy to scan them um, at every place right um, and it, it's easier for the cast members and then you're not going to overspend. So I would definitely, definitely recommend yeah. um, if you want to stay on a budget, do that. Or if you want the cool lanyard with the cool pin, then do that as well. Yeah, and it was cool because right before we checked out of our last hotel, I had a bunch of gift cards and I just brought them all to the front desk and I said, just yeah, whatever they, is left on there, just put it towards our balance. They had random random amounts. Yeah. And one had like 11 bucks and one had three bucks. Yeah. And, but they'll take it off of your room. Uh-huh. Um, 
off your room balance. Yeah, so. that worked out. Okay, so I'm gonna go with my top five uh, food and wine foods. So number one for me was the Xi'an pancake, the Szechuan beef, <laughs> um, dumpling pancake. It really, it, I mean, it kind of blew me away when I, when I bit into it. Like all the flavor, um, it was just, it was, I don't know, it just kind of took me back. Where was I for that? Um, that's when you went back to the room to get hats. Oh, that's right. And then the second time Alan got it was when we were walking around the World Showcase when we ran into Spokes Maine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were on his live uh, live stream YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. That's um, when I was, was confused Hansen. about where you were because I got the chicken pancake. I walked back to Mexico thinking you were there. I texted you where you were. Oh. You're like, oh, we're in China. So I that's right. Back to China. And it's not a chicken Spokes Maine said he loved us. He, he didn't did. know why, but he, he didn't did. know why, but he loved this. So number two for me was in Italy, and it was called the Mezzi Rigatoni. So it was rigatoni with a vodka sauce and pancetta. And I just oh kind of got God. it, I think because you wanted the maybe the frozen margarita or the... The frito misto. Well, I know you got that, but I think you wanted the margarita. And so I ordered the rigatoni. There's like a limoncello margarita yeah, that you wanted. Yeah, but if we got it all at the same time. Fine, but that's why we went there. Um, and so I got the rigatoni just because I was there and it ended up being my second favorite thing at all food and wine. It was delicious. Um, I, I really like the sauce that was on there. Yeah, it was fantastic. And I'm not a big vodka sauce fan typically for my tomato sauces, um, but I love that one. Number three for me was the Caribbean jerk uh, chicken lollipop. I have that on mine. Which was in the Isles of the Caribbean. Or you always islands. remember that? Yeah, definitely like so the first good. thing we got. Yeah, it was one of the first things we got. And it, what first was the second. sauce that was on there? Do you remember? Jerk. No, it was... She had like mangoes. Yeah, it was like a mango cream well, sauce. There, there was like mangoes on the side of it. Oh yeah, that's right. There were sliced mangoes. Yeah. yeah, I mean the sauce was a jerk sauce. Right, the sauce on the lollipop. But then there was also like something drizzled on there. And number four for me was from Spain. It was the paella. Um, so that's like rice with chorizo oh, and roasted yeah. chicken. Um, and that was one where I went there to get that for you, but I ended up getting the seafood salad. And I tried to order a lager, which was actually a wine, <laughs> yeah. which still doesn't make any sense that to me. But as soon as good. I ordered it, the lady said to me, she goes, you know, that's a wine and not a beer. And I said, no, I did not know that. So I do not want it. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, most people think it's a beer, but it's L-A-G-A-R. So. Oh, lagar. That yeah. happened again. Remember when you were going to order me some kind of champagne or wine at when Aaron and... Alex was there and the guy was like, that's gross. Oh yeah, yeah, it was the pineapple something in Hawaii. Yeah, When yeah. I got the teriyaki spam. Yeah. Um, which isn't, the spam hash isn't on my list, but it was actually really good. And I, I tried the spam hash. For spam, hash, it was good. Um, just because it takes me back to my childhood, which isn't a great memory, but um, it, was, it was actually pretty good. So number four for me was the paella. And number five for me was the korma chicken, which was in India, yeah. which came with the naan bread. So it was similar to like a butter chicken. Um, had a really um, hearty sauce yep. with the um, shredded chicken and the naan bread, and it was phenomenal. Yeah, and so, for being in a booth like that, the bread was so good. It was. You know, it wasn't stale or hard. Because or... not only did we get the korma chicken, but we got the red curry. We got everything. And then we got the warm bread with yep. the three different sauces. Mm -hmm. And I think 
I like two of them. I liked the coriander sauce, which Dislife of ours, they tried it and that was the one they hated. <laughs> right. But <laughs> yeah, we really good. liked uh, India. It yeah. was one of my favorite booths. Mm -hmm. um, we're not ranking our booths necessarily on this one, booths. but uh, that would have been right at the top of my list. So that's my top five. Honey, nice. you're the only one left to go here. All right, so my number one is the Escargot Croissant. Um, really? Yeah, I <laughs> loved it. I got I it twice. Um, the last time we were at Food & Wine, um, it was just tiny little bits of escargot inside like the snail. croissant. But this time there were whole snails in there. And there was probably about four or five of them in the whole thing. And then it's got that pesto sauce that's layered on top. But the croissant is light and flaky. And, I mean, I really oh, liked it, but... so good. I, I really liked it, but so not like I want to get this again. Yeah, it's not something you. Yeah, would the seek pesto out. sauce kind of dries up and it makes it look weird, and then you bite into it and there's like real snails in there. Oh, it's so so good. I used to like it when they. I, I wouldn't even say like it. I used to try it when they would chop the escargot up, mm -hmm. um, but now it's like no, it's like in your face. <laughs> it's hard to handle. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't even try it this time. <laughs> um, number two was the frito misto from Italy. Okay. It was the fried. Um, sweet potatoes, shrimp, zucchini, and then there was some sauce that you would dip it in that was really good. So it was crispy shrimp, zucchini, and sweet potatoes with a spicy sauce. That's all it was, <laughs> spicy sauce. Yeah, it was really, really good. It was fried perfectly. The sauce was really delicious. I was surprised. I didn't think I would like it as much as I did. So the drink from there, it's called a frozen margarita, but it's with limoncello and tequila. Yeah, that's on my favorite drink. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, number three was the jerk lollipop. Okay, that was my number three. Did we get that twice or just nope, once? No, just well, once, unfortunately. Again, huh? and, and it was our first. One. And it was our first day yeah. getting food there. Yeah, and we all just split one little lollipop, and it was delicious. And it wasn't two. that small. There that might were there two size. in there? Was there two? I think it, I think it was like two small ones, not one big one. Okay. But either way, we shared it. Not like the big turkey legs. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then number four is the moqueca. Okay, and that's is, in Brazil. Yep, the seafood stew. So there's like fish and scallops and... Yeah, there was big pieces of white there, fish I in there. I was surprised because I didn't think there'd be a lot of seafood in it. But there was really... And then there's a rice that's in there. And it's made with coconut milk. Yep. So it's, it's creamy, but it's not dairy. It's coconut milk. So it was really good. We saw um, Cheesy Pop had talked about that on his... Mr. Cheesy Pop, that was one of his top eight items yep. at Food & Wine. Yep. Um, it's Brazilian seafood stew featuring scallops, shrimp, and whitefish with a coconut lime sauce and steamed rice. Yeah. Um, and again, Mr. Cheesy Pop, we... Saw met him! him. Yeah, yeah, we were able to meet him at <laughs> Animal Kingdom. That was funny. You're like, Max! <laughs> Max! Because <laughs> his name's Maxwell Glick. And he didn't and I answer he, to that. <laughs> no. And then finally I walked up to him. I'm like, you're Mr. Cheesy Pop, right? And he's like, yeah. How's it going? So, um, yeah, so we ran into Mr. Cheesy Pop. That was one of his favorites. So that was a yeah. big reason why we were excited mm -hmm. to try it. Yep. Okay. Um, and then my last one was the Greek nachos. The loaded Greek nachos. Yeah. That's 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 so number one. Good. I wish we could make those here. That's what, true. Cameron, I couldn't hear any of that. I thought that would be your number one because it's the best vegan thing I've had in a really long time. Yeah. Maybe mostly eat vegan. You know, I mean, I have them listed, numbered, whatever, but they're all... You know what was my favorite vegan thing that we had at uh, Disney World? Was the 
uh, Beyond Burger at Pecos Bills. Yeah. Yes, I'm so glad you finally tried that. So I make burgers for us at home, but then sometimes I'll just make a Beyond Burger for myself because I don't eat beef. And then, honey, you finally tried it because it was... We'll talk about this later, but it was at the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party. We didn't have a lot of options, so then we went to Pecos Bills, and then you weren't really, honey, feeling like something very heavy, so you tried that Beyond Burger, right? And you and really it was liked delicious. it. And then we had it at home when yeah, we got back. <laughs> and we should have them again. I mean, yeah, they were really yeah. good. One thing I found out about the Beyond Meat Company yeah. is Bill Gates financed that. He did. Does. Does yeah. right. Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. But there it's mostly beets. It's a veggie patty. But it's so it I wish looks I didn't like know a that. burger. Because <laughs> it's kind of pink inside. But yeah, it's got it's that same taste as like a smoky charbroiled burger. Yeah, I mean they get the smoky flavor in there. Maybe it's just liquid smoke or something, but that, that kind of tops it off. Yeah. So I wish beets, I had gotten that. Bears, Battlestar, Battlestar Galactica. All right, so next up, we're going to talk about food and wine drinks. I'm going to go first because I don't really have anything. So the best thing I had there was the Brewer's Collection Beer Flight. Yeah, that was fun. Which was Radeberger, which is an unfiltered German beer, and then a couple other beers. And I don't even remember what they were, and I don't even want to look them up. But um, I drank a lot of different beers. Um, so I drank beers in Morocco. Um, well, that's Italy. Right. Yeah. Um, I want to say. We got it at America. Do you Brazil. remember that blood orange wheat thing that we got from there? I don't remember that. But yeah, I tried a lot of the beer. So that, that's my drink. So I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Um, who wants to go next with their favorite drinks? Me. Cameron? Okay, so my number one was Ethylite Lab. It was the I knew it. Infrared. <laughs> it was fizzy. Yeah, so explain that a little candy. bit because that was pretty cool. Okay, so it starts off with the. They stuff. So, first of all, the person stuffs cotton candy. He was cool because he yeah. was from Wisconsin, remember? Yeah. And Apple, so he really... Apple. Appleton? Yeah. Appleton, yeah. where I grew up. So he really stuck a lot of cotton candy in there. Ooh, extra <laughs> cotton candy. And then strawberry syrup and from a test tube. And then they put the cotton candy under like a something that looked like a swirly straw. Yeah, it's like a silly straw. Yeah type thing. And then they poured some liquid in it, some substance, and then when it reached, and the moment it touched the cotton candy, it melted it, and it turned it into some sort of fizzy drink. Right. So it's probably it like some sort of syrup. Yeah. Yeah. So it's syrup on top of cotton candy. <laughs> but you'd think no it was you really it. sweet, but it didn't taste as sweet as you would think it would. Nope. Yeah, and so there it's they like also had, and do one of you guys have the RBG or whatever? Yeah, remember Drink. the first thing that you got where it was the three different flights. things? The yeah. phosphorescent flight. Yeah, what was that? Explain that. That was kind of uh, cool. Okay, so they gave you three different slushies, but they, did, they didn't tell you what the f flavor was because it was sort of an experiment. We had to taste it, close your eyes, try to enhance the flavors, separate and then guess, them. And guess what the flavor was. Yeah, but were. they were yeah. like really complicated. I think the blue one. I forgot what the blue one was. Was that like a peach lemonade or something? Like it was, it was stuff like that, and they tried to throw you off a little bit with yeah. the colors. The purple food. one was a grape lemonade. Okay. Yeah. Then, yeah. then the orange one was like a coconut lime. Oh right. Yeah. And I don't remember what the third one was, but so they, there were good they were drinks there way for off kids. On our guesses. Um, it was a good way to, um, you know, get inside, 
Get out of the, uh, the sun for a little yeah. while. Get out of the heat for a little while. Let the kids explore with some drinks. Yep. Um, it was fun with the, because what they do is they give you this flight and they give you a special magnif like a viewing glass yeah. or whatever. So when you look through um, this red plastic <laughs> sleeve, then you could see what the flavors were. Right. Um, kind of like you were at, for old people like, like us. Um, like they used to do yourself. on cereal boxes. <laughs> oh, that's right. You know, where you'd find the, the, the viewer yeah. inside and then you could see stuff on the box yeah. or whatever. Um, so it was just a fun way for kids to try to develop their palates and see if they could uh, identify the flavor. So it was a lot of fun. So, okay, so. All right, that's that my number one. My number two is India. I believe it was India. It was the mango lassi. Oh, okay. yeah, that was India. Cause, oh, yeah. yeah. It was like. It was mango juice, but it was like super smooth. Yeah. Remember when you wanted to get the kombucha flight and they were like, uh... There's alcohol. <laughs> yeah. It was like, you can't have it's it. It's like, it's kombucha. <laughs> I know, I wouldn't have thought kombucha would have alcohol in it. Well, it, be like it should have alcohol in it because the taste is kind of nasty. Have you ever seen how they make kombucha? It's like Com fermented. Yeah, it looks like a piggy or yeah. something. <laughs> it's kind of... It's good when you get it out It is close. good though, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just called Mango Lassi. It doesn't. And they doesn't have, have an alcoholic version too, right? It's only non-alcoholic. Oh, th then they, you can get the Mango Lassi with Samrus India Cream Liqueur. Okay. Yummy. All right. Okay. Anything else? What's bud? next? And then my last one, number three, was in China the Mango Bubble Tea. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's, and that's it was a lot. Good. It was a lot better, in my opinion, when the first other times we got it yeah because past years you mean past years technically food and wine i don't think no. it's that uh, no it, it was the it lotus was, blossom booth. it was no we got it at the china oh did booth you? with okay. the Xi'an pancake and the dumplings oh, okay it, it was less like a tea it was more it had like some like it tasted like it had soy in yeah, it yeah it's oh, uh, like a creamier milk. yeah yeah it's it is it's creamier yeah it's not it's not a tea right right it's just Kind of like a smoothie yeah. type thing. Yeah, it's black tea and milk. Okay. With the... Those little bubble things are so good. Joba, whatever. Like boba. Explode. Boba. Boba. I don't know. Boba tea. It's gelatin. Boba bubbles. I had most <laughs> of the bubbles. Just like that three times <laughs> Did fast. you? I had like They kind of explode when you bite into them. them. Yeah, they're good. You know what ones did explode? So what? I just want to go... The at the dessert at Trattoria. Those orange... Bubble balls. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I just want to go back because I'm looking at China right Wait. now, the China um, booth. Yeah. And they have the Beijing roasted duck bao bun. Okay. So we did not try that. Got so it. Just to clear that yep, up for just everybody. To clarify. To clear that up for the 50 people that are listening, which is still amazing. <laughs> that is great. Glad right. to have you. Is that all you've got? That's all, folks. Okay, my number one is the pancake milkshake from Taste Track. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. Tastes like a pancake. There's nothing else I can really say about it. Yeah. Um, number two. So uh, I just want to talk about that for a second okay. because I thought it was going to kind of taste like pancake batter. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and it, it wasn't that thick or disgusting. It, it tasted like a milkshake um, with a hint of the uh, like a vanilla pancake uh, with a little bit of berry in it or something, right? Yeah. That was like raspberry sauce or something. Yeah, yeah. it was really It's like a jam or jelly. So I thought it might be like too thick and kind of disgusting. Again, like it would taste like you were drinking batter. Because mm -hmm. who hasn't like made pancakes and like licked the, the oh, right. bowl or whatever? Like stuck the finger um, in there? And it was not anything like that. So it was actually really good. So 
Proceed. Okay. And then I have one more, which is the ultraviolet from uh, Light Lab. <laughs> and that's the one with the that's silly the, straw. Yeah, it's, it's like the infrared, blue version. Infrared and ultraviolet are exactly the same, except uh, infrared uses pink cotton candy and ultraviolet uses blue cotton candy. Well, that makes okay. them different. Well, the, the taste is different. Yeah. yeah. It's only its appearance. Yeah, like changes. it's the same drink, but one's got pink cotton candy. Well, the other different color cotton candies taste different. Yeah, because it's sugar with like basically a Kool-Aid packet. Yeah. Right. So like Which mine was like flavor. raspberry, his yeah. was like cherry. So did you oh. order two separate drinks? Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. gotcha. And then I had the champagne that had the cotton yeah. candy in it. And so one of the other <laughs> drinks that we all tried was the um, frozen apple pie. And I only bring that up because if someone happened to listen to our podcast about what we were excited about yeah. before we left. That was One it. of the things was the frozen apple pie, which is a traditional alcoholic drink amongst Polish people, the Polish culture. Um, and I was really excited that they brought it back. It was non-alcoholic, but I was still it was excited. Different. Basically what it was, was just a icy, like a slushy. Yeah, yeah it was just with, icy. With apple pie filling on top. That's, on actually top. My, that's my biggest disappointment. Is it? A, yeah. <laughs> okay. Really? Wow. All right, so sorry to <laughs> sorry to bring that up. So is that it? Shimmering sips. Yep, the apple pie. Yep. Shimmering sips mimosa bar. Okay. All right. Anything okay, so else, that Alan? was uh, no. that was Alan's. Uh, we talked about mine, which was just beer. We did canvas. Let's get to yours. You so, probably have some good ones because you tried. I feel like you at least tried more drinks. Than well, I that's did. a good segue because one of my favorite drinks is from Shimmering Ship. Shimmering sips. Shimmering sips. <laughs> and it was At the least key. you said ship. <laughs> Not what I would have said. <laughs> what you could classify the apple pie as, right? <laughs> More or less. Uh, I, would classi- I would classify it as alien spinning saucers. <laughs> <laughs> but I had the key lime mimosa. And that was really good. Did you have the tropical mimosa? I thought you would like that one the best because it was. They also had juice. a lot of orange. Maybe we probably could have hung out there all day. I know. Yeah, I really liked the festival center, and I think it's moving next time we go. But well, anyway, that would make sense. I mean, it was it was really popular. Yeah. Um, to the people that knew to go back there. Right. Like, that festival center, it's not it's never crowded, so no. that's one of the nice things. They have the chocolate. Um, yes. Sculptures and back the there. Wine is in there. A lot of the wine, all the wine. They, they have a lot more wine. Air conditioning. <laughs> Air conditioning. Yes. Um, they have some special events. Not the brunch. Not the brunch. Not the ones with the well-known chefs. But right. they had some lesser-known well, wine tasting. They had like a Beyond Burger presentation going on. Did they? Yeah. Wow. Oh, I didn't even notice noticed that. that. <laughs> but the shimmering sips. They also had some croissants, um, muffins, cheese Danish. Okay, yeah. So it was actually really popular. Yeah. It was the most popular thing in that festival right. center by far. And then next door to it was the craft beers, but we weren't really impressed with any of the offerings. Just not our no, types I mean, of beer. There was Real hoppy. IPAs, yeah. there was a milk stout, a right. red ale, just yeah. a Saison. Saison I will like. <laughs> drink that's more like a Belgian style beer, but um, that would have been the only one I would have tried. There was a Honeydew Melon Kolsch. Which is more like a German or Belgian beer, but honeydew. Honey yeah, not my thing. So. Yeah, um, and then next was the frozen margarita from Italy. Oh, um, okay. It had the limoncello, 
in it with the tequila. And it's really, really tasty. It is. I mean, that limoncello really cuts through that tequila, yeah, man. And we have some of that, so we should try that. <laughs> Why not? We have all the things to make it. Well, and the funny thing, too, is, is when I ordered it, she said, I'm really sorry, but it's not frozen. Is that okay? And I was like, oh. Even better. <laughs> Even better. One thing I want to, so I'm actually looking through the booklet here. So I'm fact checking. So <gasps> this goes against everything that we stand for. Um, but at the mimosa bar, they also had the Joffrey's cold brew. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh. So that was the thing that you and I, I always got the cold brew and you always got the double espresso. <laughs> yes. And I got a, a little bit of a lecture on the difference between a cold coffee. Right. And cold brew. Yes. So it's the brewing process. It's not just brewing hot coffee and putting it over ice. It's actually brewing it through cold filtering or something. Which yeah, sounds it takes great like 24 hours to do it. I love cold filtered beer. But <laughs> not right. the same. Chicken sandwiches. And that, honestly, that's all I have for drinks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we... we drink, when we go to Epcot, we go to La Cava. It's really hard to have anything else. Right. <laughs> and once you go in there, and a couple times we sat down. Yeah. When you sat down, we ordered tequila flight and a margarita or two. And then you're not going to drink much more after that because you don't want to be that, yeah. that person. Oh my gosh, remember when we, like everything we had was so spicy. We had like the spicy margarita, we had the chipotle salsa, We our mouths were on fire. Yeah, because we had the habanero <laughs> margarita. Yeah. What, which one was that called? Uh, the drink. Um, um, so we had the El Diablo, which is the um, jalapeno, and then uh, Maelstrom. Mel yeah, Maelstrom has the habanero and yeah. then the salsa was chipotle yeah, so that was really salsa. <laughs> yeah. that was funny yeah we were dying so we had to get uh, just straight shots of tequila <laughs> kind of calm down just to cool our mouths off <laughs> um but yeah so that's that's uh my drinks so in mexico night. we never tried it and i'm surprised we didn't try it. i mean they had a couple different of the uh, margaritas um but they had a red wine sangria with fr fruit juice and i don't think we ever tried that no nope, we didn't hmm. Okay. They also had a blackberry Mexican punch with tequila. Mm. Oh, that, that good. sounds really good. Yep. Okay. And like I said earlier, we had a couple of the beers from Hops and Barley in America. Yeah, and I tried beers from probably seven or eight different booths besides what I get at Rose and Crown. Well, and, and that's the thing is when you get beer from the booths, they're so small. But you can go into the bar at Rose and Crown and get a 16-ounce draft beer for the same price so yeah, we would so always that, do that <laughs> that's a little tip if you only want to buy like one or two beers and not have to keep standing in line to buy beer yeah i wouldn't suggest drinking more than one or two pints while you're at epcot right. even though it sounds like we drink a lot but we're mostly kidding um what was i even talking about oh one of the things i was disappointed with um oh no so what i was saying was we we're talking about size of, of yeah, the beer go inside the rose and crown tavern yeah. Yeah. Um, and there you can get a lot of different pairings um, with the bass oh, yeah. and they have the, and the cider longbow. with the, what was yeah, that, the snake bite, right? There's this longbow cider yeah. with uh, harps. Right. So they That's have harps delicious. and bass and Guinness and you can mix and match and so half and ounces. half of those. And they also have the um, ciders and it's a full pint. Right. So um, if you get beer at the food and wine booths, food and wine booths it's like 
Eight ounces? Eight ounces. Maybe? Yeah, they're little cups. So they're For little. the same price. So one of the things, and I got ahead of myself here, one of the things I was um, disappointed in is in Canada, I went to try the Moosehead Rattler, which was lager infused with grapefruit, grape, and lemon juices, and they stopped serving it. Like, they, it was still on the sign, and I went up and she was like, oh no, we, we, we discontinued that like a week ago. Well, then take it away then. Great. Don't and taunt me with it. Put a piece of tape over your sign. Yeah. Been out there every day that we've right. been How here. How hard is that? So, yeah, and they continued to have it on the sign. And they continued to not have it. Oh. And I actually heard some people one day when we were walking in, because we like to go through the back entrance of the Ep Ep yeah. Epcot. That's one of the reasons in the first part of this, we talked about how we love the boardwalk. Mm -hmm. And one of the huge benefits is you can go into the back entrance of Epcot because the lines for security at the front of Epcot are ridiculously yes. long. ridiculously long. Yeah, and at the back, you just walk right up. And there Should might we be say four our people. hint for Animal Kingdom? Sure. <laughs> so when you go into Animal Kingdom, if there's a really long line, to which get there into is the every always, morning, go through the rainforest it's gift shop. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. There's nobody, nobody there. Nobody. There will be a lone person standing at the entrance part that lets you into the park, and you scan your magic band, and you just walk. You, all you do is walk through the gift shop. You come out the back of the gift shop and there's a person standing there. There's a thing to scan your magic band and you get into the Magic Kingdom. And you skip all of the animal lines. Kingdom. Or Animal Kingdom. <laughs> so when you're walking up to the Animal Kingdom, you go through... The bag check. The bag check. And then there's the, the booths to buy tickets. And once you get past there, then that's where the, the long lines start. Is you just You head straight over to the left. Yep. You go into the rainforest. It looks like you're walking into the restaurant. Yep. You just take a right, you walk through the gift shop. Yep. We always just pretend like we're looking at stuff. <laughs> and you walk right out the back, and there's one cast member standing there no with one. nobody else. And you just walk straight into the park, yep. and you probably bypass hundreds, hundreds of, people. of people. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It's really great. <laughs> and there's so, no like, extra line after that. No, it's I just, mean, you're in the just, park. Yeah, you're in the in park. There. You go right in, and you're almost at the Tree of Life. Right. Yeah, yeah you're right there. That's great. Um, what I was going to say is a couple times, or once coming in through that back entrance of Epcot, I heard people talking about how they were going to get the Moosehead Rattler. Oh, really? And I was thinking, oh, They're going to be disappointed. They're going to be disappointed. And the one thing you never got to try that you wanted was that Bailey's shake. Well, we're about to talk about food and wine regrets. Oh, that's one of yours. Okay, sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> if it's one of the things I regretted not having, it's probably on my list Spoiler. of regrets. Um, so... We're going to talk about um, now some of the things that we were oh, looking forward to having. Sorry. Things we were looking forward to having at the Food and Wine Festival that we didn't get a chance to try or just didn't try for whatever reason. And I will start because my number one was the Guinness <laughs> Bailey Shake. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Guinness. I, I don't like it. I hate uh, I'm it. not. I, I like Bailey's, especially in coffee, um, and I I don't drink milkshakes uh, because I don't like milk, but. The combination seemed great, and a lot of people I trust said it was really good. So that was number one for my regrets. Um, number two for me, this is probably on someone else's list, was the maple uh, bourbon cheesecake. Yeah, I think all of y'all have that hit. Uh, not me. Oh, really? Because you were the one talking about it a lot. Yeah, you wanted I to guess try I just it. never stopped when I was looking through the book. Yeah. Um, number three for me was the roasted Irish sausage with the uh, oh, cocannon. Yeah, where cocannon, was that? Um, 
Irish <laughs> sausage is in Ireland. Canada. <laughs> um, with the mashed potatoes, so it's a lot like bangers and mash. So yeah. I, I wanted to taste and contrast between the bangers and mash, so I never got a chance to do that. Number four for me was the piggy wings. Um, and apparently Cameron asked me if I wanted some, but at, at that point I said no. Um, for, could have been for a number of reasons because a lot of times when we're at Disney World, I am just too stuffed. Yeah. And that's one of my biggest complaints is that I eat too much um, and it can ruin some of my experience. Well, there was a few days where it was really hot too and it's you definitely don't have an appetite when you're yeah. <laughs> really hot. And then number five for me was the kimchi dog, which is at the refreshment oh, yeah. port. And they, only, they always sell hot dogs and root beer floats. Um, but during the Food and Wine Festival, they will sell the kimchi dog there. It used to be at the Korea booth. They moved it from the Korea booth to the refreshment, or it's not even the refreshment port. It's the one by Africa. Yeah. Is, that's not called the refreshment port? No. But um, I forget what it's called. I can look it up. Yeah. Here. Gotcha. Uh, refreshment <laughs> Outpost. Oh, there we go. Um, where they also have a whiskey and frozen Coke. Um but I didn't get it, and this is the first time I've ever not gotten it. Because I used to love it when it was at the Korean booth. Yeah, um, it was a little And it used to right? be a half a hot dog. Mm -hmm. And then they started, because that refreshment outpost sells full hot dogs. So I, I really, one of the reasons I wanted to try it is because they use a special type of hot dog, which is like a bright red. Oh, right. Um, and I wondered if they were using that type of hot dog or like an American style hot dog. Yeah. But um, I just never tried it. So that was my, uh, those were my top five food and wine regrets. How about you, Alan? Uh, I never got the loaded mac and cheese at Active Eats. We oh, looked at it a few times, right. but the portion was so small. And it yeah. was like $5.25. It's it, not a good value no. at all, for especially when we were using our snacks. And then at the Almond Orchard, there's a banana almond soft serve sundae that we never got. Oh. Very disappointed about that. Okay. One and of the things we did get from there was the um, spinach and artichoke dip. We got three of them. <laughs> Not on purpose. <laughs> um, but th that was really, really good. Was it? Yeah. You didn't try it? No. Okay. And Go then ahead. one more thing is the apple strudel from Germany. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm surprised we didn't get anything from there. We normally get the brat, um, and we normally get the apple strudel. We never got the, no. cheese, the noodle gratin. The cheese, the oh, noodle gratin. No, did it? No, it's not a food and wine item, but we never got it. No, and that's, that's one, one of those favorite. Yeah, that is great. Yeah. I chose a square slice over it. What's what's <laughs> that, Cameron? You were, I chose a square slice over it. Oh, that was like oh. you were either or. Yeah, you got the square slice. Okay, Cameron, what's your uh, food and wine regrets? All right, so the first one was the bourbon cheesecake. Yeah. yeah. And the second one was the seared venison sausage. Oh, was that New Zealand? Yes. Okay. Then third one is the liquid nitro chocolate chuffle, yeah. truffle. Yeah, we normally get that and we didn't this time. Yeah. And then the last one is a kefta pocket at Morocco. Oh, wow. Oh, we didn't get that? No. You know, we didn't get the nitro chocolate, but I did get the chocolate picante at the... What's the fire one? Flavors from fire. Flair, flavors what? from fire. What is that? And that was really good. That was it? when these guys got their drinks, but it was like a almost like a chocolate. It was a chocolate mousse with was cayenne it pepper in it. Okay. Oh, that's you tried good. it. Did I try it? Yeah. Oh, that sounds really good. It was good. <laughs> okay, honey, what are your uh, food and wine regrets? I only have one. I agree with you with the um, nitro oh. chocolate, but this uh, seared shrimp and scallop cake from Thailand. 
Okay. I'm really There are a number of scallop uh, dishes. Yeah, and I know we got the scallop dish from one of the Earth Eats. Uh, coastal Eats. Coastal Eats, and that was really good. The Coastal Eats also had a really good uh, crab cake. Though. And the crab cake we got from Coastal Eats, That was Eats really too. good. So I know I really wanted to put them together and try the shrimp and scallop cake, but and it was from Thailand, so I think I would have really enjoyed it. Okay, so that was a lot of talk about food and wine. I don't know that this was the most exciting segment we've ever done. <laughs> um, but is if anyone, you like food and wine, you'll love it. Does anyone else, uh, and maybe this will be something good to listen to next September yeah. before you go to Food and Wine 2019. <laughs> Put a pin in it. Yeah. Um, but does anyone else have anything else they want to talk about food and wine real quick as we wrap this that, that part up? No. No, I think we're good. No. One hey, of the wait. things I'll, I'll give as a, a kind of a, a tip is don't wait to eat these things. Like, especially if you're there for a while, you're gonna think, oh, I'll, I'll get that tomorrow. Or, no, I you know, see something, you get it. you don't end up doing it, Yeah, right? you see something you want, just go ahead and get it. Yeah. Okay, and the next thing I wanna talk about, cause again, this is our unpacking and recapping yeah. show, <laughs> um, is kind of, now that we've been back, we went all four parks multiple times, we rode all the rides that we were, wanting to ride kind of what would be some of the changes in your top rides episode and just before we get into this we're going to do a new top rides episode because it's worth talking about what our top rides and attractions are but um honey why don't you go first what would be some of the changes that you can see in your top rides well so flights of i think we're all gonna agree on this one flights of passage that's the most amazing ride it's the best one yeah like i don't eat you can't even put it into words what it's like. You have to experience it. It is yeah. amazing. I wouldn't wait 320 minutes to get on there. I mean, when we walked, the first day we got to Animal Kingdom and we walked into Avatar Land, you saw this line and you're like, what is going on? And it was the and line. And like a sign saying like, start of yeah. Flights of Passage line. And this and, was the line that was past the line. Yeah. Yeah. So like where the line ends, it's about 180 minutes. And then they, there's a walkway, and they have to have people separating. Right. And then they created a second line. I mean, it literally went to the entrance of the entire land. Yeah. You just saw people standing. It, it was crazy. And I don't, I would never do that. But I mean, the ride is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Like, I, it's, it's like soaring, and it's, it's crazy. It's, 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 it's almost like soaring, except. Well, awesomer right i mean you feel the screen is way better yeah there's no edges to the screen um there's way more movement because you're sitting on a banshee right it's like you're sitting on a motorcycle or something right and you can feel the banshee yeah so the way they have you strapped in there it moves around your legs and it's the banshee is supposed to be like breathing and stuff and you notice that like at the intense moments it breathes faster right and one thing i will say is I kind of got a little freaked out the first time we went on it because there's so many warnings about motion yeah. sickness and claustrophobia and enclosed spaces and I was just like, oh my god, what am I going on here? And then, honey, you kept telling me, like, well, they have to say these things, right. you know, because I'm like, what are we getting ourselves into? But it's really not as bad as they make it sound because I was. I was really nervous. I didn't because I am claustrophobic. I do have a fear of heights. But it's right. nothing like that. No, not at all. <laughs> and one of the things that I did 
um, as I kind of looked around while we were in there, and you don't realize how many people are on the ride. Right. Don't look around. Time. It's okay to <laughs> look around. Maybe the second time there's you ride on it, because I didn't look around. There's walls of people on both sides of you. It's pretty awesome. But, yeah, like the Banshee will, sometimes it'll, like, almost like you're, you're going to fall on your face. Right. And it tips you way back. Because it lifts and so you up, so you're right. looking straight down. And it's yeah, so just, it's, oh, it's, it's so way amazing. more intense than Soren. Yeah. Um, the video is way better. Because um, we put goggles on, right? Because it's 3D. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. It and we incredible. rode it twice, and... The second time wasn't as magical, but it was still phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it was on mine as, as being number one. So that definitely, you know, Rock and Roller Coaster has always been my favorite ride. So Flights of Passage has definitely surpassed that one. So that's my number one. Then I would still rank Rock and Roller Coaster number two, even though we didn't get to ride it very often on our last trip. And then Tower of Terror is still my number three. Slinky Dog Dash is four. Well, we don't have, we'll we're not doing that. that. We're, yeah. we're going to do a separate episode. <laughs> but that's, so that's my changes. So this, Flights of Passage became number one. Okay. Not um, When do you guys want to go? Slinky um, Dogs were in my top ten. Yep. And then Splash Mountain rose up on my top ten. It was you already on, on there. a lot. Like Splash Mountain was already on there, but definitely rose up. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, Seven Dwarfs is probably kicked off the top ten. Yes. Okay, so your, your list actually mirrors mine so mine was flights of passages number one slinky dog moves into my top 10 splash mountain moves way up and seven dwarfs mine train moves way down you know right i like slinky dog more than seven dwarfs yeah oh yeah i do yeah that's oh, well, very surprising it's not even close to me, to me. right I mean, we didn't go on seven dwarfs that often we no. we we went once while we were doing um not so scary halloween and then we had fast passes for yeah. a bunch of days. but I think that um, ride's better in the dark. The other thing I was going to bring up is that if Deep Space Mountain oh was a ride by itself, gosh. that would be in my top three for sure. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it was amazing. If, if you don't... If you don't know, or if you haven't gone to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, what they started doing this year for the first time is Deep Space Mountain. So they turn off... All the lights in Space all Mountain. The, it is all pitch the, black. Yeah. And they play rock music. I kept going, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. There was that one <laughs> drop that got me. It, it's, it is quite an experience. So I've talked about this on other episodes of our podcast, but the Imagineers used to ride Space Mountain in the dark with headphones, headphones on, which gave them the inspiration for Rock and Roller Coaster. Um, and so what they basically did is they turned that into a ride because once you go on Deep Space Mountain, then you go back the next day when it's regular Space Mountain, you will be amazed at how much you can see. Yeah. Like you don't realize yeah. how much you can see right. until you ride that thing pitch yep. black. And it is pitch black. Pitch, like I mean, even I have, the beginning when you go through the red stuff, there's nothing. There's I have nothing good there. eyes and I couldn't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only time where you might be able to see something is the camera flashes and um the people mover goes oh, through space yeah. mountain yeah and we went on the people mover during not so scary yes. Halloween, and it is pitch black but and people was, aren't prepared for that right so they turn their cell phone lights with their on. flashlight i know that was so annoying it's like what are and we've seen doing? people do it while we were on the people mover yeah and um, so sometimes when you're in Deep Space Mountain, you might be able to see something because of those right. people. But when I've you heard. go into that pitch black and then the music starts playing, it's just like, oh my gosh. It is so cool. so cool. I've heard people online of like rides saying that 
people had their flashlights on when they're on Deep Space Mountain and it ruined the whole experience. Oh, it would. It would totally yeah, ruin yeah, it. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. They should at least have like some shutters it's very that selfish. go over it. No, they shouldn't have it on at all. Yeah. Or just like a giant warning sign. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, just to, you know, back up kind of what you said, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train fell way down on my yeah. list. Yeah. Um, it's just too short. It is. It's not that fast. Right. Um, there's there's like two or three great moments in the ride, but other than that, like the most fun I have is us rocking it back yeah, and forth. Yeah, the swinging of the car the is really cool. Yeah. But it just it's not very long. You wait in a really long line. I mean, it's always at least an hour. Yep. But yeah. So, Bubby, what do you got for your uh, changes? Top changes. Okay, so in 2017, Splash Mountain wasn't even on my top ten. Now, after this trip, I would say it would be in my top three. Okay. <laughs> and then Slinky Dog is probably, like, number four or five. Yeah, that's and a great range. It is. Front Passage is number one, obviously. <laughs> and then Seven Doors is not on the top ten anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's crazy. It's I mean, how that it's groupthink, changes, maybe, but... Yeah. Um, <laughs> we feed off of each other, Yeah, and you sure, can just but... tell when we were there, like... Um, the first time that we ever went to Magic Kingdom when Seven Dwarfs Mine Train was open, I mean, our whole thing was let's get on it as many times as possible. Yeah. And this time, even when we were there for Not So Scary Halloween, it was like, oh, you know, we could probably get on this in 25 minutes. It's like, nah. Right. Nah, and then all of those times that you were checking for Fast Passes, that wasn't even an option. No. And like, I'll say, too, that Rock and Roller Coaster never once showed up. It yeah, did. <laughs> it, it was it was hard to get rock and roller coaster. It was really Very hard. hard. It showed up once, but it was shut down. Oh, that's right. right. I got them, and right. then it was shut down. But the the mostly we got Tower of Terror, Slinky Dog, Toy Story. So while we're talking about not so scary Halloween, Pirates of the Caribbean had some live actors, and I've yeah. heard you know a little bit conflicting uh, points of view. Um, I liked it. I thought it was pretty cool. It was yeah. cool, but it wasn't that. It was one guy in the ride. Well, in, in line. Yeah, um, in line. There was one person. No, Two. There was the person in jail, but then there was the lady. She was, was good. Yeah, it was saying was that you know, Blackbeard was wanted or he whatever. Would steal your Pete. candy. What's that? <laughs> Gunpowder Pete. Gunpowder Pete. Yeah, that's who you. Um, yeah, she was really funny and interactive, and she was playing off of what you would say. So um, I, I thought it was cool. I mean, I yeah. think it's something they could do all the time. Right, like why just during that? Yeah. yeah. And then the Mad Teacups had different music and like Smoke. different lights, but it's still the same, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm glad we went on it, yeah. but yeah. yeah, it was nothing too much. No. Um, it's still the best fireworks show on property. Oh, for sure. Uh, and the parade. And the parade's great. Best. But Deep Space Mountain was by far. You know, the and best. that takes me back to our favorite quick service, um, Sleepy Hollow. Actually, that. Um, chicken and waffles. Yep. The sweet and sour chicken yeah. with waffles was actually really yeah. great. Don't drink yeah. the water though. Why is their water terrible? It's it so is weird. Terrible. Because like they got from the Mexico. Oh was, yeah, they got it from Mexico. Yeah, their water is absolutely terrible. Okay, so we're coming up on an hour here. So let's wrap this up. Um, let's talk about our biggest surprises and our biggest disappointments. Let's talk about our biggest disappointments first. Honey, why don't you go? So my biggest disappointment was the food options for the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. So the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party starts at 6 or 7. Mm -hmm. and it goes till midnight yep. and at 8 o'clock basically all the food closes. All the good stuff closes. And then yeah. there's only Cosmic Rays and Pickles Bills. Yeah. And, um, 
uh, the the hot dog place, Casey's Corner, okay, yeah. and the Plaza. Right, but any oh, and be our guest was open. But who's gonna go sit down in a yeah. restaurant and eat? That was ridiculous. Some people party. were trying to get in there. Yeah, so after like spending a hundred dollars a person. So there was that one place in Frontierland that had the breaded cauliflower and stuff that was really good. That closed. The they reopened place. it, but then they only had apple cider and donuts. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And then the marketplace that's next to Liberty Tree Tavern that had the chicken skewers and stuff, that closed down. Like everything that we wanted to go back and try was closed. Yeah, we didn't <laughs> get the apple cider. Rolls. We, we did, did get the apple cider. That, that was good. I remember drinking that. Cheeseburger egg rolls were closed down. Yeah. You could get pineapple floats, which was nice. Right, but, um, but for you the couldn't most get part, the buffalo cauliflower, which is really good. Yeah, So that's by so Tortuga good. Tavern right. and Splash Mountain in between the two. They um, had the jalapeno Tortuga pineapple. means Turtle. Tortoise. Yeah. <laughs> we learned that by watching Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, oh. So that was my <laughs> biggest disappointment. And my second one was there was no Moana merchandise anywhere. Yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. And I mean, you made a good right point. Now, right? Yeah. That it's probably, no, this is Levels and Open Door. Um, oh. It's probably at the Poly where they have a lot of their merchandise, which we never made it to. But Moana's my favorite. And all I wanted was a Moana sweatshirt, and I couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> they had those hey hey shirts, which is cute, but everywhere. Yeah. Something I'd like it. to add is that Doom Buggy dessert that they had, where Ugh. the pineapple floats were. Gross. It was there not was like good. A it had absolutely no flavor at all. No, Nothing. it was like seven dollars and ninety five cents or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It gross. looked cool. Instagram. Mm -hmm. It's like why cool, couldn't it even and taste when you read like the chocolate? ingredients? It looked like the best thing ever. It was. I mean, when I say there is no flavor, there is nothing. Yeah. It, yeah. Was just like it tasted foam. like nothing. It so my biggest disappointment. disappointment while we were there is how much we didn't do. <laughs> we were at the parks for 11 we days. we were so focused on the rides. And we, there was so much that we didn't do. So that was my biggest disappointment is that there's, and I don't know if it's a disappointment, but there's so much to do at Disney World now that... Man, you can't do it all, I not know. even in 14 days. But so. we were so excited that we had the whole Fast Pass thing no, I know. under control. But <laughs> my biggest disappointment was how much we didn't do. Yeah. And my I, second I biggest disappointment that. was we went and saw Jeffrey Zerkarian, uh Sunday brunch with the chef. Mm -hmm. And they moved it from the Festival Center. Yes. To, oh, this is a good one, honey. To yeah. the that warehouse that's in between Canada and, and England. Yeah. And the food was a buffet. Right. Like, literally a buffet right. with scrambled eggs and bacon. And I mean, they tried to put a spin on it so they would add tomatoes and chives to the- and cheeses and- Yeah, and some- Eggs Benedict. Some chutneys and stuff, yeah. but um, it was and just- you had to go by table. You know, you couldn't just go up when you wanted to. It was like, you were told when you could go and get your So food. in the past when we've done these, um, they brought the meals out to you. Um, they were designed by the chef. The chef um, would talk. The chef would talk and do, um, you know, interaction with the crowd. So Jeffrey Zerkarian was phenomenal. Right. Like he was not the problem. He was great. Right. The way he was telling his stories and the, he was so inspiring the way he was talking. Yes. Um, he was great. But and they we were limited right in front of what him. he could do. But yeah, and he wanted to stay and talk to the crowd and stuff, and they wouldn't let him. So yep. um, at the end, we were able to go meet him and get a meet and greet with a picture and all that. And again, he was great, but the format that they use now is way worse. And I don't think, I can't think of a chef that I would pay for to go see. Right. Again. It was so formal and not, 
You know, when we went to see Robert Irvine, he walked around, like, because it was small. It was a more casual, comfort setting. And he would walk around, and he would talk to people, and you could ask him a question. And they didn't, like, they, you had a card that you could ask your question on, which they never came around and So for Jeffrey Zakarian, (laughs) you could write down a question that you had for him, but they never came and collected him. Right, and she, the host who asked the questions, supposedly had the questions from the audience, but no one ever got mine. Or mine. Right. And so she basically just asked the question. And there was probably four times, five times as many people as the last times. <laughs> right. Right. So I feel like that's why they moved it to that space so they could fit more people in there. We got lucky because we got there early, so we were in the front. But there was, you know, five, six tables back. Like, people were sitting yeah. way in the back. So and that was my second biggest disappointment. Alan, one. how about you? Uh, the Animal Kingdom Lodge, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, not the room itself, but the point. balcony with all the animals. So we got the savanna view, yeah. and there were no animals out anytime we were in our room. No. And we were we, there for three days. We didn't days. hang out in the room a lot, but when we got up in the morning, we'd go outside. They weren't out there yet. And then when we'd come back at the end of the day, we'd go outside, and they were already back. Yeah. So no, it was a good one. for us, it was yeah. a waste. And it's far away from everything, and I, I don't think I would ever do that again. Yeah. And I know expensive. when I posted that on Instagram, a lot of people commented that that's not the experience that they had, but that's what it was for yeah. us. And we were there we for never three saw days. animals ever. Never. <laughs> we saw the first day. What was it? Like some cow. A cow, basically. Yeah. Like a cattle. <laughs> Some type of well, animal it like looked that. Looks like a, it's cattle with right. long horns. Yeah. It looked like you could see it in the zoo. And there was like some ducks or birds out there. But okay, was... we got to keep going. Cameron, yeah. what was your biggest <laughs> disappointment? Uh, so I have a big disappointment. Biggest, and then like two side ones. Go okay. for it. So biggest was the frozen apple pie. Yeah. Okay. Because you two always like talked about it and how great it was, and then so when it became non-alcoholic, I was really excited. Then when we actually got it. It was just a slushy. It's like wah right. wah. Yeah. Wah, wah. With apple pie filling. Okay, so two side disappointments. One of them was the doom buggy cake. Yeah, that was gross. Gross. And then the other one, you might you guys might not count this as a disappointment, but we only went on Phil PhilharMagic twice. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Your dad showed me a funny picture of you in that spiral thing. <laughs> yeah, he like ducked down. Um one of the one of the reasons is because they close that for the trick-or-treating. They do, yeah, because they make it a trick-or-treating spot. So yeah, when right. you go in there and you get candy, so it's not available to watch. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right, biggest surprises. Biggest surprises. I'll go first. Um, so I've got three here, and I know your mom's got one, so I'll, I'll hold back on that one. But to <laughs> me, the biggest surprises were how much time we spent at Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom, how much I enjoyed it, how much I loved it, and how much I'm wishing I was there right now. Yeah. Um, Toy Story Land added to that, oh, sure. Toy Story Land is amazing. Um, yeah. The Pandora World of Avatar added to that, but it was really just the whole park. Both yeah. of them, the whole yeah. park. I just loved being there. Um, I really enjoyed being at Hollywood Studios for one yeah. of the reasons that Lisa will bring up. But <laughs> it was just, we spent a lot of time there. Yeah. Um, you can adult it up a little bit yeah. there, um, but it's not in your face. Like Epcot, it's not a right. food and wine festival. Right. Um, but there was a lot to do, uh, and I just really enjoyed it. And then my other biggest surprise was how easy it was to get Fast Pass Pluses. Yep. Um, I can't say this enough. If you want to go on a ride, just stay on your app. 
and, and just keep going. You have and going to keep refreshing and, and refreshing and re yeah. like you so would just do cancel? it over and over and over. So if you say that you want another fast pass, it's going to ask you how many people you put four or two or eight or however many it is, and then there's going to be a screen that's going to give you the four parks, and you can click on one of the parks, and then it's going to pop up. If you don't see what you want, just back out, and Refresh. then you can click no yeah. back out. And then it's going to bring up the four parks again, and then you click on the park you want, and it's going to bring up the fast pass. If it's not there, you back out, and then you hit the park that you want, and it'll come back. But don't refresh, don't refresh, back out, and then click the park. What again. happens if you refresh? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> so you want to back out, and then what I was doing is, you know, Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios had the most sought-after fast passes. So I would go in between the two. So I would try Animal Kingdom, then I would back out and try Hollywood Studios, then I'd back out and try Animal Kingdom. Yeah. And if I really wanted one, because we were at a park, then I just kept hitting that park over and over and over again. And while we were at Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, or Epcot, we all almost always got exactly what we wanted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you're just persistent. And don't take a fast pass that's two hours in the future unless it's Flights of Passage, Navi River, Slinky Dog, something you ultimately uh, would wait for. Yeah. Um, but try to get something that's very current. So a couple times we walked up to a ride, and it might only have a 20-minute wait time, but I would look on the app and I would get fast passes for it. Yeah. It started now. Yeah. Um, the other thing I'll say about that real quick, again, because we're going long, is... We always went to our fast passes about five minutes early. Yeah. And just acted stupid. Right. Because it go, would it show would, blue, which yeah. means you can't enter. And we go, what? We have fast passes for this. And they're like, oh, you're five minutes early. You're fine. Just yeah, go ahead. Yeah, one time they're like, oh, you're about 20 minutes early, but go ahead. Just go ahead. So just <laughs> That go time early. was an accident. Yeah, it really just was. go early and be friendly and just act confused. And the, the, the cast member can, can push you through. And even if there's a second access point... Um, when you get to that second access point, your By fast passes time, yeah. will work. Yeah. Okay, so that was my biggest surprise. Lisa, why don't you go next? Because I know you want to talk about one of the things I wanted to talk about. Yeah, and so mine overlaps with yours. One of my biggest surprises was how much I enjoyed Hollywood Studios. Um, like we said earlier or in the previous podcast, that's not a park that we would normally visit very often. Um, but by doing those fast passes, it took us there quite a bit. Um, and we, for the first time, went to the Frozen sing-along, which was amazing. It was so good. <laughs> Speaking of that, the sing-along is called For the First Time in Forever. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> it was so much fun. I mean, if you have seen Both the movie... Both times we went, Eric was one of the cast members... Yes, that was he up on stage is and, oh the my best. So, so the the girl was different both times, and they were both really good and different. Right. So Elsa comes, not Elsa, who's Anna, Anna. 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 She comes out first and she talks a little bit, and then there's these two. They're like the ambassadors, historians. historians of Annandale. Annandale, and they Annandale. tell Frozen the, is my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> and <laughs> so Anna goes away to look for Elsa, and then you've got the two. It's Eric, and do you remember the woman's name? It might have changed both times. But they're hilarious. I mean, it is so funny. You just laugh, and they tell the story of Frozen, and then you get to sing. And they'll put the words up on the screen to the song so you can sing along. And then at the end, like, snow comes down, and I just... Like, we went on it 
because Kristoff we shows watched up Frozen. Elsa. And, right. And we're like, all right, well, we know all the songs and stuff, so we're just going to go and watch it. But we, and like, there was like a 50-year-old man next to me just singing and laughing, and it was yeah. It's it was really awesome. funny. And I would say this because we have two boys, they're teenagers. They're not huge Frozen fans. I think you guys enjoyed the movie as much as yeah. you can enjoy a Disney movie. Um, but I, this is much better than the movie. Oh so my gosh. Don't be afraid to take your boys or skeptical adults. It is so uh, fun. Uncles who may think that they don't want to hear it. Um, take them there. It's, it's hilarious, it's, it's too. It is so funny. It was one of my favorite things that we did the whole yep. time we were there. We did we it twice. twice. Yeah. And then they have, you can, next to it, you can meet Olaf. Which is your favorite, honey. Yeah, so I met Olaf when I had my Olaf shirt on. Yeah, I he have a really shirt got a kick says, out of that. Uh, well, we some people are sheet. worth melting for. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, and it wasn't a long wait. It was like 15 minutes. No, it was awesome. Yeah. So that was, I was surprised Speaking of which, that. that was the day that we saw Christian from Survivor and Matt's. Oh, we did. Um, that's on right now. So we we got to wrap this up. Yeah, we saw Christian from Survivor. He's our favorite person on the show. And he yeah, was so So hopefully so nice. he doesn't get voted out in the double episode tonight. I know. <laughs> by the time we uh, release this, we'll know. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cameron, you go. Okay, so I just have one big surprise, which was Rose and Crown. Okay. I was just shocked by how good it was compared to, to the 2017. So when our next trip comes around, that's going to be one place you definitely want to go? Yeah, it's my number one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, your dad's not going to mind that. No. <laughs> it's my two favorite restaurants, Pianopoli and Rosa Brown. So. And they're both right, of got. What about uh, you, my surprise, My biggest surprise were the two rides at Pandora. Okay. They just both wowed me the entire time. Nice. Yeah, Very nice. They will blow you away. And Pandora yeah. Land in general is just it's really cool. I mean, it's yes. photo worthy, but it's just cool just food? walking around. Food was good. Yeah, the food was really good. We got the cheesecake, pineapple, oh, Pongo Lumpia, French yeah. toast. Yeah, those sticks. are great. The French toast sticks the green are like, beer. Was they they were like French toast sticks. School lunches. So, yeah. Yeah, and they have um, some different beer selections and stuff. Mostly um, IPAs. Yeah. Which, they're okay. Yeah, but the, the whole land is really cool. It I is mean, it's so something cool. I, I can't wait to get back and, and the see. And the gift shop, like you can make your own avatar. and Yeah, and they have those little banshees that everyone yeah, was carrying around. Yeah, you can put on your shoulder. They, and, they yeah. look real. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so it was, a, it was a really great trip. I mean, let's go uh, 1 to 10. How would you sum up the vacation, uh, Cameron? Um, compared to the other ones, a 10, but in general, 8. Give it an eight. I would give it an eight myself. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I mean, because we went so hard and rode so many rides, by day eleven we were pooped. <laughs> yeah. How about you? Uh, I would give it an eight. Yeah. Eight or nine. Eight. Yeah. Eight or nine. Yeah. Um, eight point five. You know, next time I wouldn't want to bounce around to so many resorts. Like it's cool to get to see the different resorts. Yeah. But you know, you can't ever really feel like you can just unpack. Yeah, so we you were wanna, living on a suitcase yeah, the whole time. Oh, we, there's another disappointment that I have that I forgot. Um, magical Express did not feel magical when we arrived. Oh, because oh, yeah, we, we showed up so at midnight. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and we had to take our own luggage and it didn't There was move. a lizard in our room. <laughs> now, I will say the rooms at um, Coronado. Coronado were awesome. Yeah, Those were really probably one of the best TV. rooms that we stayed in. Big rooms, big yes. TV, yeah. um, hardwood floors, like uh, private space yes. to get ready. Yeah, separation they were between amazing. The, um, the USB toilet. ports everywhere. Yeah, I really like those rooms. Yeah. Yep. Another thing about the resorts, it's like every time we switch resorts, there seemed to be another problem. 
Yeah, we're not even going to go into our jacket situation. (laughs) Disney stealing. But yeah. (laughs) No. Okay. So that kind of sums up. That's our uh, recap and unpack episode. This is part two. Uh, Hopefully you listen to part one. If not, uh, go back and listen to it now. Um, But that's going to wrap it up for us. That is going to wrap it up. We are going to follow up on this and we're going to break down the restaurants. Resorts. um, The resorts. Parks. The parks and the rides. In separate episodes. Um, So hopefully you'll like this episode. You'll subscribe to us. You'll like us. um, You'll follow us on social media. And we hope that you'll tune in again. (laughs) But for now... Have a magical magical day! day. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to watch Survivor. Yeah, hopefully Christian doesn't go home. When we release this on Friday, it's going to sound weird if he did. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll, uh, we'll post the pictures of us with Christian. Yeah. The day after he goes home. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't. Maybe he'll be there at the end. Maybe he'll win. Tribute. And then we'll, we'll post those.